I'm just popping in the front of this reissued episode 20 as we had a lot of audio issues with episode 20. I've managed to sort them out. I'm not really sure what exactly had happened, but they're a lot better now. It's not perfect, but it is a lot better. So my apologies if you listen to all the audio of episode 20, and it was not my best work, to say the least. But now it's sorted, and it's a lot better. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, Mickey. What are you listening to? I'm listening to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. Those guys are great. They sure are. Welcome to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. And this week, I've got three friends on with me to discuss the options of buying resale or direct. Because we have a Scouse friend who should be on the call with us, but apparently they've won the FA Cup today and he's off celebrating. But I think really he's gone back into work, any Paul? Well, so he says, but, you know, he's a train driver. You just you just don't know how these things go. And with them, with them winning tonight, you might, I, I could see him throwing in a sickie. Yeah, I could see him propping up a bar somewhere, but, you know, we'll leave it at that. But maybe this will make it a little easier to edit if Mr. Craig's yeah. not here. Yeah, we don't think we need the explicit mark on it. I think we can control ourselves. So, the lineup is, I've got Mr. Paul Nolan from... Uh, that Disney podcast. Disney uh, podcast. Uh, sorry, that, that, that Disney parts podcast, I think we are now. And then uh, the same, that Universal podcast. Got to think about it, Kevin. Changes more often than some people change their underwear, doesn't it? That's true. And we got the new guy on to the, on the team here, Adam. How are you, sir? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, Kevin. Hi to all. Good to see you. And then we've got some loafer coming from the US, Mr. Kurt Stone from Kid on Walt Disney World. Hi, sir. I'm here, pal, Kevin. All Good right. to be here with you guys. I'm glad I'm recording so early in the evening before you know, I go hit my early bedtime. Your early bedtime, yeah. It's be up at four in the morning and in, and in bed at seven o'clock at night. I'm at the G3 when he doesn't sleep at all. <laughs> Thank you. That's very true. <laughs> I don't know how I do it. I was just thinking of that because I've been listening back to my recordings that I did when I was down at G3. And I I don't know where that adrenaline comes from, but it's exciting, I guess, being with all your pals down at Disney World. Yeah, I didn't get a lot of sleep you? there. I We came from in on my birthday, at, I think, half one quarter to two or something like that and i was back in the parks the following the following morning for the uh except I, for guys he ditched me he said i'm gonna see i'll meet you for rope drop at magic kingdom and i made it right on time i was waiting for you at the seven doors mine train and everyone else was showing up but where's kevin well i didn't <laughs> think you're gonna ditch me buses at saratoga springs that morning and i've got a I've got someone to me up because Rebecca will back me up because there's a photograph of me waiting at the bus. I'm sat on the bus and she's outside the bus waving to me. You had alibis. That is true. I yeah. This is at Saratoga was that one day when I was supposed to be a Magic Kingdom. That's my luck. We couldn't recreate the picture, the famous picture of Kevin falling out of the train. I don't think Magic we managed Kingdom. to ride on Seven Dwarfs together this, this last time, did we? No. No, we did didn't we manage anything it. together. I don't know. I think, I think you were there, weren't you? You came to my birthday party, didn't you? remember me yeah i know yeah we had a great time we had a great i don't know stuff all good stuff so we're gonna chat a little bit about dvc because our friend craig lucas has been on been on the fence about dvc now for what 
five years, would you say, Paul? Oh, yeah. yeah, many years, yeah. Recorded a show with you guys about three years ago, DVC at the Poly, with um, some friends of his. Mm-hmm. And all I hear from him now is, oh, I should have bought it then, I should have <laughs> bought it then. And the golden rule... said that. Yep. The golden rule is, you should have bought in 1990, and the second best time to buy is now. Yeah, I can't talk about anybody. My wife and I sat on that for 10 years, for sure, before we pulled the trigger. And, and you know, our good friend, Glenn Kessler, he came on my podcast, episode 12, and asked me questions about DVC. And when did he buy? Yeah, this last year. Eight years into my podcast, practically. But do you know that that's, that's my best downloaded episode, is the episode where we had Glenn, Paul, and uh, Jeff on. Oh. Oh, you were on as well, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I think people are really interested in that sort of content of you know explaining what but what people did the sort of ins and the outs. And Paul, you did a lot of research into that. Bought resale at Poly, didn't you? That's right. Yeah, and um, just last week I succumbed to the dreaded adonitis, and uh, we had an offer accepted on another fifty points for the Poly. Uh, So we're just going through that that process right now. Yeah, we so decided even before even before we had our first day, which isn't until November, we've decided that we wanted a few more points. The struggle is real, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have, have they mentioned anything about the new poly expansion? Is that resale going to be acceptable for the new building? Or? Yeah, I don't know yet, Adam. Um, I mean, I think the hope is yes because of what they've done at the ground floor. You know, that, that yeah. they've built it on the same site, and I'm not sure. I, I don't know how successful the Riviera thing has been. I can see why they would maybe keep that separate, you know, because of the skyline or it makes that resort desirable. Maybe it was a trial, but um, yeah, I'm hoping that they do the same thing as they've done at the Grand Flow and bring it under the same condo association so that, so that we can use, you know, that, that part of the DVC as well. Fingers yeah, crossed. Cause that would yeah, make it a really crossed. good, a really good buy, wouldn't it? Mm, yeah, well, that I mean, was all be... the negative things I had on on Polly was that I hadn't got all the room types. That's right. Yeah, you know, it's really only got studios. I mean, you've got bungalows, but they're horrendously expensive. Yeah, and if you've noticed, the bungalow price per point mm. per night is a lot higher than the ones at Copper Creek, which they built later. I mean, I know they're not on yeah. the water, but they're right next to it. Aren't they? They're basically yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Contract have a restriction then for where you can stay. Resale contracts only have a restriction in that you cannot use any resale contract purchase now, any of the new properties. So you can't use it on Riviera and onwards. Gotcha. It'll be interesting to see about California as well, because again, is that new tower at the Disneyland Mm. Hotel, is is that a new property or is that part of the Disneyland Hotel? And so, you know, will it come under the same condo association or not? My guess is that that, that one will be will have resale restriction on it, but it's only a guess. Don't know. I'd imagine so, because they can they can do that. It doesn't really matter, does it? It's not gonna hurt the sales of that. No, I don't think so. There's gonna be high demand for that, I think. Yeah, I think that's gonna sell out quicker and take that concert. Yeah. You know, it's it's gonna be seconds, <laughs> isn't it? Sorry, that's a that's a bit dated. It should be One Direction concert, shouldn't it, or something like that, when they sold out quickly. So can you clarify for me, Paul, the new Grand Californian that they're selling at the moment, is that under the same condo association? So does it have the same end date as the original well, one? 
Yeah, it's the it's the Disneyland Hotel, isn't it? The tower is at the Disneyland Hotel, yeah. not not the Grand California. They, they've just released right. those rooms there. They're under the same condo association, so are they, they? So they must have the same end date, surely. Sorry, do you mean the Grand Floridian? Yeah, sorry, Grand Floridian. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, the Grand Floridian. Yeah, it's it's under the same condo association. So if you had previously bought into the Grand Floridian, um, then. I believe that 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 is that, that those those new rooms are also part of your home resort, and you get the eleven month booking privileges, okay. and that you know I could use my poly points, and you could use your Saratoga Springs points at uh, at those accommodations as well. I believe. Yes, but what I was wondering about was the end date, because if they add it to that oh, condo, I don't think, think they can ex- they can't extend the end yeah. date, can they? No. So I think it, I think that's the downside. It's um, slightly shorter end date. I think uh, I can't remember when the Grand Floridian is, but I can find it pretty quick. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be about, about anything up to 10 years shorter than that, I would yeah. imagine. 64? Is it 64? 64, yeah. yeah. 64, that's right. But then, having said that, if you actually look at the price of Boulder Ridge still, and it's it's only mm. a 2042 end date, so you're looking yeah. at a 19 to 20 year contract, Yeah, depending on yeah. when those points, because I've heard, Rumours those points are running out the first of January twenty twenty forty two. I think that's right. Yeah, the first so, or the thirty first coming, but yeah, I think that's yeah. Right. So you don't get to use them in twenty 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 forty two, do you? No. no or right. bank them into twenty forty three, which of course you'd be able to do with normal points. Yeah, but yeah, that'd be right. interesting to see how that how that works out. But people are still willing to pay upwards of hundred and fifty dollars a point for those points. Mm. Yeah, and it's what the yeah. market will hold. That then, that's what you get in it at that's the right, end of yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the twenty forty two resorts because there's a there's a lot of them, isn't there? I mean, mm. you've got we're going to talk about Beach Club. You got Beach Club, Boardwalk, and Old Key West. The ones that haven't been extended. Yeah, uh, I think they're going with with Old Key West. They're trying to buy back as much as they can, and then when they resell that, that's got the yeah. new twenty fifty seven. Is it seven? Yeah, twenty fifty seven end date. Yeah, which makes you think that they're going to extend, but they but then they haven't offered it yet. Uh, any of the others, but I've, I don't think I've certainly had lots of discussion that they might have offered the extension too early for Old Key West originally yeah. when they did it. What's generally the cost to extend? It, you notice they it, did it for Old Key West, right? Yeah, they did it for Old yeah. Key West. They haven't done it for anybody else, and that leaves them with a situation where they've only got a take up of a, a percentage of of the owners. So then they are obligated to run that resort until twenty fifty seven. Now, aren't they? Regardless, they're obligated to do that. So the people end at twenty forty two. So you've got all those points for those extra fifteen years, which then Disney will own. Yeah. So that will give. In, in theory, that will give Disney an awful lot of property to rent at Old Key West for them 15 years. In theory, won't it? Yeah. It will come sort of like maybe a two-thirds of a, a resort that they've got to rent out. And the way they're building hotel rooms at the moment, mm-hmm. they perhaps don't want or perhaps won't be able to rent out that amount of villas, which in everybody as well, it's not like it's a Polynesian or, or a grand Floridian, is it it's not on the monorail so i think if they cut their losses and if mm. we hadn't had this this uh covid issue they'd have had the skyliner in somewhere else by yeah. now well the, it, it kind of makes sense in some ways i mean it's it's fairly close to epcot so you could you could have it coming into epcot and epcot like a hub but you've got 
um, Old Key West. Old Key West, Port Orleans, Port Orleans French yeah. Quarter, and or, or Saratoga Springs. And yeah. that would link, then you could have it, Saratoga Springs, you could literally put it up mm-hmm. at the one end of Saratoga Springs, and then you've got Disney yeah. Springs as well. Yeah. There was initial plans for a monorail to run. Yeah, there was, yeah, that way, initially, yeah. So they must yeah. have the, the space to be able to put a Skyliner in. Well, a Skyliner takes virtually no space at all, does it? Yeah. You know, and the construction of it is a lot a lot cheaper and you're not yeah. you're not having to put the foundations in that you're having to put in for a for a monorail yeah yeah, yeah like i right. say i think if covid hadn't of it we'd have seen a, a some movement on that and of course if you mm-hmm. did that i think that would push the value up of of old key west and i think they'd then be able to yeah. be able to cover the sales for, for the extra 15 mm-hmm. years because they're trying to buy you see now they're buying back a lot of old key west yeah yeah a lot of it's old funny because when we um when we were well number of years ago probably around 2010 maybe uh we stayed at old key west three times and just booked it and paid cash and old key west and saratoga springs were were readily available and it, it was a great deal because at that time uh you had the dining plan free dining plan and on the dvcs obviously they're classified as deluxe so you were getting the full dining plan Whereas even at the moderates, you were only getting yeah, the quick, quick service, service yeah. plan. But the price of them was was kind of like a moderate. There was very little difference between between that and a and a moderate. So it was a great deal. So we stayed there um, three times, I think. Now, whenever whenever you look for Old Key West or Saratoga Springs on the Disney website, you can't get them. Or if you can get them, it's just ridiculous money. It's crazy. I've money. seen Saratoga mm. Springs more expensive than mm. the Contemporary. Yeah, which is yeah. mad. It's mad, yeah. So that Madness. says that I think I think that says that you know the demand on DVC has gone up. And they just don't have many of those accommodations to rent out for cash, at least not on the UK website. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So you've done some research on on the sort of prices of a holiday that Craig would be taking. Now Craig's got two girls, yeah. so he's going yeah. during UK school holidays. So it's yeah. think of a price and triplet, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Scary. I mean, I think Craig. I think tends to go, and I'm putting words into his mouth, so he can come back on. This is we're throwing down the challenge to Craig. You know, we're we're going to talk behind Craig's back here. I wouldn't mind that, and then Craig can come on and tell us we're talking nonsense, or or we've got it right, or what he wants to do. But Craig normally comes, I think, sort of end of August, um, but he will split his stay. Normally, he will stay in Universal for at least part of the trip so what i looked at was 10 nights in disney so if he's coming for two weeks maybe he spends four nights in universal craig being craig i think he likes a hard rock cafe or hard rock hotel and then he comes to to disney and he does like the beach club so i've based i've based it on the beach club and i've looked at a 10 so a 10 day period at the beach club from the 14th of august to the 28th of august which is getting towards the end of the uk school holidays but but still gives you enough time to get the kids back and readjusted to uk time before before school starts typically first week in september so that's that's kind of what i looked at and i i did it in three different ways really i looked at the cash price on the disney website for just the room only so i didn't complicate it by looking at tickets or flights or anything else just the room only. Um, so what's the cash price? What would be a typical resale price, uh, resale cost for 10 days? And I'll, I'll, I'll explain how I calculated that. I tried to keep it quite simple. 
Um, but then also looked at buying direct from Disney and what and what that might cost if you can get those points because obviously it's a sold out resort, but you but you can sometimes get the points direct from Disney and then you get the blue card benefits. But I did make some assumptions here, so I assumed that Craig was going to go for ten nights, but every every other year, so he doesn't need all of the points every year. He needs half the points each year. So that every other year he's got enough points, which means he's paying the dues on less points each year. That's kind of how we did it as well. Um, I assumed the beach club. I assumed no finance, right? Which is tough for a lot of people, but I didn't want to complicate it. No, it gets a bit cloudy, doesn't it? Yeah. And then, I'll, and, and then for the accountants out there, I ignored the future value of money. So I didn't worry about things like, you know, if you put that money in the bank, what would the interest be? I didn't worry about the fact that the dues on the points will increase over time because the price of the hotel rooms will increase over time as well, right? And probably more than the dues. So more so one the kind of, yeah, that's certainly been the history, hasn't it? So one well, kind of wipes out the other one. And you're not counting the interesting fact that the DVC points value is appreciating. Exactly. Much, much different than any other. Any, uh, any other timeshare, yeah. Timeshare. That's, that's right. So I, I, I just kind of did it based on, on today's prices and assumed we'll just ignore all of those other interest factors and future value of money factors. But but you're absolutely right, Kurt. You know, the, the price has gone up and up and up. And if I was one of these legal attorney types at this point, I'd be saying, you know, the there is no guarantee that prices will continue to rise. You know, prices can go up instead of down. But certainly, the the history has been that they've that they've gone up and up and up. And the other thing that I ignored here is that when you buy those points, at some point you can decide to sell the contract and you get all or some of your money back. Now. Beach Club being a 2042 one is interesting. So let's say you buy Beach Club now, and as, as Kurt said, there's only 19 or 20 years left on that. In 10 years' time, if you sell it, what will you get back for Beach Club? It, it That might be one where as it gets near the end of its life, the value does drop. kind of depends on what, on what Disney does. But even if you said, well, at the end of it, I only get half my money back, you're still getting half your money back. Whereas if you buy a cash room, if you just go and buy a holiday from Disney, you get nothing back, right? So so there is some kind of residual value. So that's why I felt okay that you can ignore all the kind of inflationary things and all that and just keep it simple. Sounds sensible? Yep, it sounds good to me, fella. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So when I looked, uh, so I assumed uh, a studio. So Craig has, you're right, Craig's got two daughters, uh, so he and his wife, two adults, two kids, studio, standard view at Beach Club, and looking at my handy-dandy points charts, I would say that you need 164 points for those 10 nights from the, four, from the 10th of August to the 14th of August. So you need 164 points. So Craig needs 80 points a year to go every other year because obviously you can you can bank your points. But I rounded that up. I said, let's say 100 points. Uh, so if he buys 100 points, that will get him 200 points every other year and it gives him a little bit of flexibility. You know, he might decide he wants a, to go over an extra couple of nights or maybe goes at a slightly different time, maybe more in October when it gets a little bit, a little bit um, more 
pricey from a points point of view. So, so a hundred points. Okay. And as I looked at resale, that's about, they're about $170 a point ish, right? hundred points. And there was actually one for a hundred points on one of the retail sites and it was $174. So I said, okay, we'll take that. So that's $17,400. And then you add in the costs to the, for the actual uh, purchase of the contract. That's another $655. So that's $18,055. Now then what I did was I, I divided that by the remaining years of the contract. So so the cost of the points, if you, if you divide them, I actually divided them by 20 years. Now you, you're right, though. It's, it's probably more like 19 years, but I, I divided them by 20 years. So you take that $18,000 divided by 20 years, and it means you're paying about $900 per year for the points. And then you've got to pay for the maintenance dues, which at the Beach Club right now is $7.53 for 100 points. That's $753 a year. And and what that gives you then is $1,655 per year, but he's gone every other year. So every holiday is going to cost them two years worth of DVC. So it's going to cost them 3000 $311 for his holiday every two years, right? Which in good old British pounds is £2,700. So that's the number you got to remember. So if he buys resale, 100 points, goes every other year, 10 nights at the beach club in a studio, it's going to cost him £2,700 in English money, $3,311 in US money. And then when I looked on the... UK Disney website for the same accommodation. Actually, it's not DVC; it's a it's a it's a room, so you don't get quite as much. You don't get the like. I don't think you get the the little kind of mini kitchenette thing in a in a standard room, but it's it's similar. We'll, we'll say it's the same. Um, but how much do you think the Beach Club was? Are you going to be doubling that for ten nights? Doubling that, surely. You're and, pretty and more, close. I would guess. Yeah. yeah, you're pretty close. Yeah, it, it is actually slightly more than double. It's five thousand six hundred pounds. That isn't that bad because that's only five hundred dollars a night. Say only. <laughs> uh, five hundred, five up, five fifty, uh, five hundred and sixty pound a night though. Oh, pounds. pounds. Yeah, yeah. I was going to so say it sounded cheap. Yeah. Yeah, it's five thousand six hundred pounds versus two thousand seven hundred pounds for for the DVC resale. Right, so it is it is doubling a little bit, doubling a little bit more. Okay, now obviously that beach club is a is a deluxe resort, and as as I think we've talked about before, and I think anybody who's researched DVC, you know, you need to be somebody who's gone to Disney World fairly regularly for this to make sense, because on on a one year deal that's fine, but. You know, you need to be gone every second year or every third year, I think, to make it make sense. But certainly, if that is you and you like the locks and you you are going to go every other year or every third year, then by my calculation, it, it definitely makes sense. You know, you're saving a lot of money. That was the rule I always used, those two rules. So mm-hmm. I was just wondering, what's a... What's a, a moderate cost? Okay, good question. Thank you. Perfectly done. So I looked at I looked at the same period, same Disney website, and I looked at some other resorts. 
So Beach Club is actually uh, it's actually one of the more expensive at five thousand six hundred. I didn't I didn't list every single one, but but just as a comparison, if you go for a moderate um, like the Caribbean Beach, which is which has obviously got the skyline on us, so it's, it's pretty um, you know that's a pretty useful thing to have. It's two thousand five hundred and thirty pounds, so it's pretty close. You're basically getting the Beach Club for similar price to Caribbean Beach. Yeah, right. You're not no, going. You're, if, you're going like for like there. Unfortunately, are you really? Yeah. So you're, you know, you're you're getting. If you like deluxe, you're getting a fantastic deal. If you like moderate, you're getting a deluxe for about the same price as a moderate. So it's still a pretty good deal if you're going to go moderate every other year or every three years. Now, if you look at all star, the cheapest all star movies, cheapest all star resort was the all star movies. Then it's one thousand three hundred and fifty pounds. So it, it it doesn't make sense, right? Two thousand seven hundred versus one thousand three hundred and fifty. It's it's exactly half the price. So if you're happy going all star, then DVC probably doesn't make sense for you. I don't right. think you're crowbarring Craig back into a. I don't think he's ever stayed in a Valley Resort, but I don't think you're getting him back so. into a Valley Resort. He, he stayed no. too many deluxes for that. <laughs> I think that's true. I think that's true. <laughs> but you know, just just full disclosure, if you're happy with values, and we were for many many years, you know, we were All Star and Pop Century and all that, and it was it was great because you were on site, so you got all the benefits of being on site, um, or at least you did in those days. Now you get another slight benefit from being in a deluxe which is the the extra magic hours in the evenings but um this is the exact mean, reason why i bought dvc because i mm-hmm. spent my third trip at the polynesian yeah <laughs> went, and that, hmm, and, macy's yeah. for the same price as essentially a value or even yeah. a moderate i could be staying at the polynesian that's attractive yeah. that was yeah. attractive to people that go often and I yeah. can save you a bit more. I, you could bring those figures down a little bit more by buying Bay Lake Tower because Bay Lake Tower is yeah. about the same point price, isn't it? Yeah. But then yeah. you've got I mean, the extra years, which is going to yeah. bring down your, your per year price for your points, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, the thing about Craig is I think Craig likes to be in the Epcot yeah. area. So in the Epcot area, you've obviously got Boardwalk and Beach Club, which are both All the same 42s, yeah, which is a shame. Riviera is close by, but then you've got the resale restrictions. So there isn't a, a resort there that is in that area that isn't a 2042. But if it was me, uh, I wouldn't want to buy a 2042 resort. I'd, I'd go for Bay Lake or Polly or, you know, maybe even uh, Copper Creek or something like that. But This isn't um, much different than our decision because we love the Beach Club. That's where my wife and I stayed many mm-hmm. times for a yeah. conference that I went to. And yep. I, it was resale at the time also. But yeah. I was buying when Bay Lake was new. Right. And so we got into this real quandary of, all right. She likes mm-hmm. the contemporary, though. We had never stayed there, but she was like, I could really love the contemporary, but we loved the Epcot area. So we went back mm-hmm. and forth on this hard. Yeah. But I, I got to tell you, especially mm-hmm. when we just got on and Kevin was talking about, I bought 10 years ago, a little more than 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and just to add the value of my 250 points, at that same 170, would you say 174, something like that? 173, there's a, there's a contract yeah, yeah. on the market right at the moment. So yeah. I went from paying $25,000 for my contract to it being worth 43000 right now in mm. 10 years. So I guess my, my thing is to him to say, 
don't discount looking at other resorts because i've yeah i've stayed at the beach club I've, mm-hmm. I, and i can stay at the boardwalk probably anytime i've had the ability to yeah. you know, stay, but i mean you can go at different times of the year too the yeah. issue here for craig get older yeah, the issue here for Craig is if he wants to stay his 10 nights in one resort, yeah. it's very yeah, difficult it's to get there at seven months. It's okay yeah. for, personally, I'll do three nights here, three nights there, I'll move. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> in actual fact, I, I'd rather do that. It's trying to get my wife to move is my problem because yeah. she doesn't want to. She just wants to stay at Saratoga because she knows she can stay there for longer and mm-hmm. Disney Springs is down the road. But trying, the bottom line is we had this discussion a few weeks ago, didn't we, Kurt? If you if that's where you want to be, you gotta buy it there, and yeah, and, for, right. and it's it's a hut or wallet situation. Yeah, sure. If I sit on it, just don't even the yeah. money. The money's not an issue. You can't you know if you're that sit on it because we're talking yeah. about the poly, weren't we? I would still say Bay Lake Tower over Poly, just purely on the point on the uh, points price and juice. Just yeah. want to get in low because the juice lowest juice you can get. That's where you're paying your money. I know you're paying 20,000 yeah. or whatever for the points initially, yeah. but and where the, the money's really is in them is in those juice. And sure. with the beach club, that one got us. Yeah. We, we had these struggle too, because we were worried we wouldn't be able to get in there because it's one of the fewer amount of rooms available and yeah. forget it for like food and wine festival. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And that's why I think Craig would probably prefer beach club, but if he was open to other resorts, and if somebody else is listening to this thinking about it, you know, you can change the equation quite a bit if you change the resort. So, for example, if you went Oki West, and I know that the price of Oki West has been going up because Disney put the direct price up. You know, when you start looking at Oki West and the points value in Oki West, then you really start coming closer to the cost of staying at Oki West coming pretty close to something like an All-Star, right? Just mm-hmm. because cost of the points is is less and the number of points that you need per night is less so you don't need to buy as many points and as i say if you if you calculate it right and you buy you know enough points so that every second year or every third year uh assuming we can we get back to the point where we can borrow 100 points yeah yeah, you know you, you you can actually change the 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 equation quite a bit the interesting thing was the other thing i did then was i looked at the direct price for beach club from disney now again it's whether you can actually get these points but if you could get 100 points the direct price right now is 265 dollars <laughs> per point right which it sounds crazy but it sounds like you know you think why would you do that but a lot of people you know they want they want the either the security of knowing that they've bought this with Disney, just in case Disney does something around resale in the future, or or they want the perks. And we'll, we'll talk about the perks in a minute, if you like. But Because uh, I did have a couple of things to say on the perks from a UK point of view. But if you buy 100 points, that's $26,500. Obviously, the dues are the same. But that works out every two years. So your holiday, instead of being £2,700 every two years... It goes up to three thousand three hundred and eighty. It's almost three thousand four hundred. So it's it's seven hundred pounds more every other year. So three hundred and fifty pound a year more. But that's you know that's still a hell of a lot less than paying the cash price. You know. Yeah, when you break um, it down like that, it doesn't sound as bad as I thought it was going to. To be honest, no. Hmm. no I, mean, I was thinking the same. You factor in, you know, your yeah. your five dollar bottles of water. 
and yeah. the, the little 10 or 20 percent discount you get with a flashing yeah. a, a digital blue card these days yeah, yeah. Easily... it's not it's not horrendous yeah. you know um and it's so, so three thousand three hundred and eighty pound is is um is is what you would pay for wilderness lodge cash all right so you're getting beach club for the same price as wilderness lodge but it's significantly less than the five thousand six hundred Disney are asking for the beach club cash. So you're still saving, you know, two thousand three hundred pound per holiday, and you've got the blue card with the perks. Um, so, I mean, from a perks point of view, well, you wouldn't if because in... you're only buying a hundred points, so you wouldn't get the blue card. So for, that's, that's true. It's a spanner, isn't it? Yeah, it's hundred and fifty. I, I knew yeah. there was something funny there. It just popped in my head. Yeah, yeah. you're you're right. I, I guess, I, guess yeah. I, I kind of ignored that. But if you wanted to go for two weeks and stay at the beach club for two weeks, then you could probably get those points up to 150 and get yourself the blue card. But you're right, yeah, the, the minimum is 150 points. But, I mean, from a UK point of view, you know, I, I don't know that the, the perks really make a lot of sense. You, you've got the annual pass discount, which doesn't really make a lot of sense if you're only gone every two or three years. You've got the... Uh, the member cruises, which I don't think are great value for money. You've got the Moonlight Magic, which does sound like a great thing, but the chances of you, you're probably going to be planning your holiday at the 11-month mark when you don't know when the Moonlight Magics are going to take place, and then the chance of you actually being there and getting tickets for that are pretty slim. You might hit it occasionally, but I don't know that you're going to hit it that often. I think the biggest Dining. difference coming over from Kevin and I talked about this before, where you're coming and staying for a longer period of time. That's what you're yeah. trying to get. You're trying to yeah. get as many nights as you can in that yeah. time you're coming. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can go down for a week yeah, or two mm-hmm. and split it up between two different trips in the same. Yeah. In the same. Yeah, and then two the three trips. starts to make more sense for you. Because um, I can take advantage of the perks and the annual mm-hmm. pass. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas for us, the annual pass doesn't make a huge amount of sense. Plus the, the UK Disney tickets are, are actually pretty good. I mean, you get you get yeah. everything. You get all the water parks, the memory maker, and all of that. So it's a park hopping. It's a it's a pretty good deal. So I don't know that the perks make a huge amount of difference. Certainly, the dining discounts and the shopping discounts would be good and would help you you know recoup some of that money. But I don't know that it's enough to justify the difference between direct and resale. For yeah, me, could, if you got you could four. do what Kevin does and just go mm. when I go, and I can get yeah. them in all the places. No, yeah. no, let's get this right. You go when I go. <laughs> yeah. I have to go. I have to go when he goes. They already argue about this, Paul, because they're already pestering yeah. me for next year, next October. Uh, come in, so they're already hassling me mm-hmm. today, um, Paul. D- uh, tickets for 2023 are on sale from the UK. Mm-hmm. Right. You're getting them. A 14-day ticket for the price of seven. Right. Which sounds great, doesn't it? But it's yeah, only about yeah. 20 quid. Yeah, quid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking of yeah. buying mine because I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. between now and next October, there's mm-hmm. going to be at least one or two price hikes. So yeah. I can buy them now, come stick them in my safe from attraction mm-hmm. tickets or American attraction tickets, whichever, or someone like that, and get them, stick yeah. them in there. I can all... As soon as I want, book the park days. Yeah. And I haven't That's got, I haven't got the hotel or anything, but that mm-hmm. can be done in that the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not, yeah. not to deviate away from the topic too far, but Kev, how much are we talking inflation in park tickets? Looking far, at twenty twenty three, five hundred and set. I think five sixty nine or five seventy nine. They were. They're a lot oh, of money. Okay. 
that's that's pretty big jump, I think. Yeah, it's a jump. I'm um, just trying to see if I got it. it. Definitely Delonia, because so I this did... year we definitely paid four something. Yeah, something. I paid four something. I want to say my... four seven nine as well. Yeah. yeah, 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 that sounds about right. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to see. I, I I went in. I think there was a link on Facebook. I went into thinking about it. Yeah, but that's that. that but that's what I'm saying. If that's the price of them now, yeah, they're not going down. Yeah, no, no, I don't think. Um, I don't think Mr. Chapek is much on prices going down. No, here we are. Just, no, 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 no. He's not. He's not gonna. Well, you get twenty dollars uh, Disney spending money as well. well. There you go. There you, you can go. buy four bottles of water. Or... Yeah, this year's are coming in at four seventy nine. Right, right, and just trying to find the twenty twenty three price. Yeah, but that yeah. So so at the moment you can buy. You can get a 14-day magic ticket, which, is, like you say, has got the memory maker, park hopping, and the golf and everything else, and that's four seventy nine. Yeah. Tell me when the annual pass is coming back, Kevin. Yeah. I messed up by that this year. Yeah, actually, if I go in, yeah, that, that's yeah, – because you, you didn't get it, did you? No. I, and I'm going in three weeks. I would have had a, a parks paid for already. Interestingly enough, Paul – there's two there's seasons now. This uh, is we haven't had that before. Right. So the low season is five nineteen. Middle we'll season will be, be in a relative town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thirty nine for the mid season. Mm. So there's one here at six hundred and twenty nine. And wow. that's just a fourteen day magic ticket with memory maker. Is that like Christmas and stuff? Must or? be, I suppose. Yeah, it goes. Wow. Yeah, six twenty nine. So it goes five nineteen, five thirty nine, and six twenty nine. So that must be Christmas mm. and Easter, mustn't it? I would think so. Yeah, yeah. So that Maybe is a big a old leap because yeah. I saw them, and it says when you go on the page twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, four seven nine, and then you yeah. go to click on it, and as soon as you put in twenty twenty three, yeah. It comes up with um, those surged prices, or whatever you like to call them, seasonal prices. Well, I was, I was actually thinking. I know you were talking about August because as kids, you're taking mm-hmm. them out of school. But there's going to come a time when he might go with his wife if he's going to yeah. be doing this over 20 years. Yeah. So I, my wife was just telling me she's a travel agent too, and mm-hmm. she was saying how Disney's running a lot of specials for August because mm-hmm. kind of a low time, I guess, for yeah whatever. For whatever reason, so yeah. if he buys, and that that cost for that beach club resort is going to be a lot more outside of the month of August, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I looked, I looked ahead. If you had a hundred points, it, it would, it would certainly see you through. I mean, obviously, it drops in September, uh, but then it picks back up again in October because of food and wine. But you, it would still allow you to go right through say the end of October. It wouldn't it wouldn't give you the, the absolute peak times like Christmas and Easter and that sort of thing, but it yeah. gives you most of the year and that's kind of how we how we sized our contract as well. We said, okay, we weren't we're not gonna worry about Christmas or whatever. If you want to go Christmas, we'll lump three years together and then we'll go Christmas. But but yeah, this would get you this would get you most of the year. I think the interesting thing is because of the offset in school holidays, if you go at the end of August, say the last two weeks in August, or or if you even creep it into September, it does get quite quiet because obviously most of the US kids go back what, middle of August, something like that. I know the East Coast kids go back like a week later. 
but yeah, later August. We used to go after yeah. late, what was Labor Day, which was right. the first weekend of September. But yeah, yeah they're, they're going back earlier than everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We've we've I mean we've been like like the last week in August, first week in September. It, it definitely you know Down. is yeah. okay in terms of crowd levels. You know, it's kind of medium crowd level. There is no downtime now. Kevin I can tell you from when we were there first week of February, I mean, mm-hmm. that never was yeah. a crowded time, right? No. We can tell you. That's why the prices are not going to go down, guys. No. <laughs> you, if you're yeah. selling out the place. Yeah, supply and demand, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's like Halloween parties and everything else, you know. So, yeah, as as speaking of the going. Halloween parties, my wife was on the phone for four hours trying to get yeah. Halloween parties for clients yeah. this week. Wow. Four hours. Four hours. I know, but like you say, it the, the supply and demand's there, and people are. I'm seeing it in Disney groups where people are saying, "Oh, they need to drop the prices. People can't afford to go." Yeah, not, that's never going to happen. If they, if mm. the only way it's going to happen is if they open the fifth gate, mm. and, and then stuff, people over those five gates. I think like that. I still don't think they'd have a problem. They've they've got so much demand. Yeah, they have. If they really could do with a fifth gate, but. They've opened all these new and stuff like that in each individual part now, haven't they? Everything's had yeah. a new ride in the last, set, you know, five or six years, mm-hmm. which gives you would give you five if you took all those rides in all those areas like Star Wars and that and put it into one park on its own would give you a fifth gate. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting what you were talking about earlier because Disney will be looking to start saying, "Hang on a second, we we put all these new raids in, we spent billions of dollars on these new raids, and everybody's raiding um, it's a small world." <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's mad stuff, isn't it? It's still an hour wait to get on that. I mean, yeah. that's punishment. Why us idiots? It's <laughs> all, <laughs> does he care? Idiots. I'd want a therapist after 12 hours on uh, It's a Small World. Yeah. And again, and again. He's still in good, he's still in good <laughs> spirits. I'm just watching <laughs> messages come in right now as we speak. <laughs> he's taking it. He's taking it well. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, he's, yeah, That's he's a good lad. He's a good lad. Some nightmares of that music. When do you think that song is going to leave his head? I don't know. Like I said, I think he's booking himself in for years now? of therapy. Yeah, he's going to need it. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what happens, though. The, they talk, you know, they talk about this pent up demand because of COVID, and you know, is that. And and obviously you've got the fiftieth, and you've got some some new attractions, and then you've got some other attractions that aren't brand new, but people have never been on them because of COVID. So like me, we've never been on the Runaway Railway, and you know, it's a couple of things at Universal we we haven't done because of COVID. But you just wonder, you know, next year, the year after, if things drop back to something more like normal, and the and the price increases start to have a bit of an impact, you know, will you start to see Disney? I don't think you'll see them dropping prices because they'll they'll never do that. But but will they start to drive up the promotions then? You know, will we start to see the dining plan coming back, or you know, will they offer things like free Genie Plus or or something like that? You know, as a as a promotion to get people would that back be an in? incentive then? Well, I mean, <laughs> I think I think you know we so we bought our tickets for next year and we bought the Genie Plus, right? Yeah. I mean, it, you again, you're getting a you're getting a UK specific deal, so you're getting it kind of at half price, aren't you? I think yeah. it cost us ninety seven pound for the for the fourteen day ticket, so it worked out about about seven pound per day as opposed to sixteen dollars. And I know I'm mixing my currencies there, but it's it's 
cheaper if you buy it up front, but you have to buy it for the whole the whole of the ticket. But it's just you know you feel I think gone there. Even though we've been many times and we've we've you know done most of the things, you would just feel I don't know slightly naked without the ability to to have that fast pass option. I know I know it isn't called fast pass now, but it, it still will be fast pass to a lot of people for a long time. What what Disney have done there is they've taken a really good product and ruined it. It's not even as good as the fast pass system. Why they couldn't just the fast pass system is beyond me. But they have to reinvent everything, don't they? They can't just say right. I mean, and I I can completely agree with you. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I 100 yeah. agree with you. I think most people would have just preferred the honesty of saying it's fast pass, but you pay for it. That's it. You know, minus minus the top attractions, which is the new thing, Lightning Lane, uh, sorry, individual attractions. They could have just done that, and I think everybody would have gone, well, don't like it, but okay. Um, but yeah, they've, they've, they've got to kind of reinvent it and make it seem like you're getting something new and something different. But I think over time, it will evolve back to FastPass Plus, really. You just pay for it. It would just be called Genie Plus. Because some of the complaints I've seen are would lead you to move back towards FastPass Plus. I think they... They, they took them a few years to get Fast Pass Plus right, mm-hmm. um, but they did get it pretty good in the end. I thought I thought it was a great system towards the end. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I don't say going on at sixty days out trying to book them and all that business was any fun, but uh, yeah, at least it was done. This now after they go up at seven in the morning and do it, it's, it's just a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just. I'm like, worried they're making it just too complicated. We had a client. Mm-hmm. I was listening to my wife. She, I was walking through the her office area. <laughs> which is our living room. But she said, this, she, she told this new client that was referred to us, you have to book your parks. So let's get together. You know, after we pay for this, we got, we got to go book your parks. And she was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have time for that. She says, I'm putting, I'm putting a business together and I'm doing this and that. Mm-hmm. And she said, maybe you can talk to my daughter who's like 18 years old to, to do that. Mm-hmm. So I was, I really felt, I felt that her pain. Yeah. The, the yeah. average person that wants to go to take mm-hmm. the genie plus and book your parks yeah. and they are making it really complicated for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or did I share um, Rob Beckett's podcast with you? Cause he's just come back from Disney world. Yeah. I shared it with you, Adam, didn't I? You did. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, where, where, I think I shared it with Kurt, but he didn't listen to it because he, he never does it. You know, it's pointless me trying to educate him. But Rob Beckett, this British comedian, he went Disney with his family. He had sort of like the highs and lows of Disney and he was right. swearing and complaining about mm-hmm. different things and about yeah. booking fast passes. And he kept on calling it, kept calling it Disneyland for a start, right. which obviously gets all our backs up. And then he also called Magic Kingdom, Magical Kingdom. He kept on referring to it as the Magical yeah. Kingdom. And yeah. another guy that's on the podcast with him is going up. Oh, I'm never going. I'm never going. It's too much stress. I'm never going. You know, yeah. his wife had done a lot of the research stuff, but he said he couldn't find anything else. Kurt, you kiss yourself for this. He couldn't find anything else but burgers and chicken strips. That's Disney. There's mm. no other food. That drives me crazy. Right. People say that. I don't you know where they're going because I can't, I can't find them. <laughs> you also couldn't find any vegan or lactose intolerant dishes. So any, anything, mm. That's something they do a very good job of. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's why I for shared it with you. I mean, it it, it was mm-hmm. it for a listen. Really, it just mm. you could take your worst possible scenario, and he came out with nearly everything. Yeah, yeah. It's I'd like not for the casual like, fan. It's really it, tough. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you want to, if you want to get the most of it, it is. And 
And the thing that, you know, I, I could just imagine people paying a heck of a lot of money booking maybe one of these deluxe resorts, like the Grand Florida. Which is what he example, did. Right? He stayed at Paying Beach a huge Club. amount of money. And if they haven't done things like, you know, if they don't understand things like Genie Plus or part reservations, and, and, and they don't do anything about it until they get there, or they can't get in, you know, the Ohana because they've heard that's good because they haven't booked it up 60 days in advance, you know. You can just see people getting really, really frustrated. And, I mean, I don't know if you saw this, Kevin and Adam, but it was the the whole park reservation thing made the British press. It made, like, headline news in the British press, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. People coming back and saying, we spent all this money and we went there and we couldn't get in the park we wanted to get into because they didn't know about park reservations. And But there's people on Disney sites saying, oh, don't bother about it. I, we just turned up and they, they booked us in the park. But then I wouldn't take that chance. No, nor would I. And But if you're on a Facebook page for Disney, yeah. right, surely you should know better than that. Yeah, you should, yeah. But there's a lot of people who just rock up. I mean, remember remember in the day, and you still see it, you know, you, you hear stories and you'll see things where you're in the park, you're on Main Street, and there'll be a family that have got a map, a park yeah. map, and they're looking at the park map saying, okay, where's this Space Mountain thing? And you think, ha-ha, look at them. You know, they, they haven't done the research. Well, those people are still out there, you know? And mm. those will be the people that will then come back and complain. And, and then, the you know, the bad press will circulate about, you know, how difficult it is and how expensive it is. And, and, and even things like, um, the thing that, thing that amazes me is the number of nights, for example, that you've got Mickey's Not So Scary on, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's nights where they're shutting the park. So what if you don't want to go and you've just rocked in for maybe four nights and two of those nights have got, Halloween parties and you've paid all this money for tickets and a hotel and everything and you, you're getting kicked out of the Magic Kingdom, you know, early. It's just, you know, I know that's always been a thing, but the more nights they add and the more they put prices up, the more it just drives this conversation and um, that seems to be the story now. It's just about money, 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 money. When we were in October 2019, we had that exact issue. We went to Magic Kingdom to watch the fireworks. Actually, I went and met Tony Okay, and we watched fireworks with him, and um, it was so busy you couldn't stand. And the reason why it was so busy was three of the five, three of the nights that week or whatever had a party on, so you couldn't, yeah. so people couldn't get to watch the fireworks. Yeah. yeah, those nights. So they came on the on the other nights to watch it. So yeah. that made Magic Kingdom at that at that time of night that much more busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, we had the same experience, same exact experience. I think the ploy is there as well. It pushes the, the American ticket, the American park hopping ticket or option. Because that's nearly as expensive as a ticket on its own when you look at the American system. But there you go. So I think we've covered some DVC there, quite interesting. But the one thing I would like to just say is what I did never did into any of my calculations with DVC was the price per room, per night, per points. They actually have, they changed that with, riviera you're getting a lot you're paying a lot more points per night than you would do with say old key west saratoga springs and some of animal kingdom lodge you have got to watch that in your calculations as well because riviera yeah for for a standard uh studio uh, i think we did this with polly as well i think polly starts at about 14 points but um old key west saratoga starts at around 10 I think yeah. Polly goes up to 34 points a night 
at the most expensive time of year. It could do, yeah. I mean, certainly, I know it. So that is something to calculate when you're looking at um, yeah. buying DVC as well, obviously, when yeah. you're going. Right, guys, I think we've uh, I, we've waffled on enough. I hope that that somehow gets through to Cray to uh, maybe bite bullet, put his hand in his pocket and buy DVC because I don't know about you, Paul, but I'm getting sick of hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. Or he needs to go with the All-Stars, right? Yeah, I don't know if it would he. I don't think he would. I need to have to put them together. <laughs> yeah. I was saying to Kevin um, last time we spoke, I was watching one of the numerous vlogs that are out there and they just opened up sports and the place that they put the initial guests in sports hadn't been renovated. So it looked exactly the same as it did in 1996 when I rocked up there. Ouch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are still a few buildings that they haven't finished the renovation on, which I thought that was yeah. why they weren't opening it. Yeah. I thought that was why they weren't opening it. I, funny enough, I think I see the same one. If, if it's the same video as I saw, she was excited to actually see the old, yeah, the the the, the old uh, color scheme and stuff like that. Before yeah. we go, I want to tell you, you know, my wife and I and Judy and Ken are going in three weeks for anniversary trips, and my wife hasn't been in a couple of years, and she's going to stay in a two bedroom with us, or <laughs> I'll stay in the two bedrooms at Bay Lake Tower and Riviera. So we got a split stay for nine nights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I remember you saying it'd be nice, and I still imagine Riviera is, is stunning. Their two bedroom, nothing against um, the resort. I think it's a stunning resort. It's not keen, right. but then that's the wife, isn't it? I'm looking forward. I'm gonna get up on those towers. I like the, you know, we bought a Bay Lake Tower. That was unique when we were going up there for watch fireworks. So I'm really loving the the new towers that they've built, Riviera, and, and the, the lounge up at the top out. of the DVC tower as well. That's a perk that's, that resale members get. Mm. Yeah, is to get up there yeah. when it's open. So if it's open there, Paul, get yourself up there one and then watch the fireworks. Mm-hmm. We've done that a couple of times. Yep, looking yeah, forward it's... to that. Hopefully that'll be all good when we go uh, beginning of November. Yeah, and it's if amazing you... sometimes when you got these perks, you don't even take advantage of. Them. I kept mm. well, Glenn and I never we stayed at the Riviera with Andy, and we never went up to the top. The only time I was up yeah. there was during the little challenge we were having running around the Skyliner bar crawl. So, so what you need to do is find someone that's there that's a blue card holder. Paul, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I just get Kurt to yeah. take me wherever I want to go if I can't get in there. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you, pal, any day. <laughs> yeah, do you remember that in the lounge at uh, Epcot? That two and a half hours we spent in there? <laughs> yes, we were in there a long time. We had a good crowd. It was fun. Yeah. I think we can wrap it up there. Well, Kevin, any of your guests are around Disney World in the next three weeks. Just tap me on the shoulder. I'll get you in one of those blue card areas. No worries. Cheers, Kurt. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice and subscribe. You can contact the show at bgt.dvc at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. At Twitter and Instagram, we are bgt dvc again all lowercase on facebook we are brit's guide to disney vacation club if you're looking to buy resale dvc points or rent dvc points out contact b thaxton at shopdvc.com if you want to book holiday to florida a universal disney or any other destination go to david's website disney for brits Dot com. That's Disney, the number four, 
brits.com. All of these details will be in the show notes. This has been a Isle of Wight audio production.